Good morning. Merry Christmas Eve. You made it. Turn to your neighbor with your candle. Say, neighbor, you're looking bright this morning. Turn to your neighbor you ignored and say, second choice. You also look bright. We are so excited that you decided to join us this morning for this Christmas Eve candlelight service. It is a special service, a special time to spend together, but also to remember the reason why we celebrate Christmas, the reason for the season. And so we are so excited that you made it here this morning. But what we're going to do as we move into this service is all stand up. Careful not to burn yourself with your lights and your candles. And we are going to have a word of prayer before this service starts because with the holiday season, there comes a lot of things that require prayer. We have a lot of travel. We have a lot of situations and families that move along. We have a lot of things that we get to call on God for. And so what we're going to do is pray for every single person that's in this building over every single need that we are experiencing, but also over everything that's going on in our world uh, in our economy, in our life, in the politics, in our school systems, in our workplace, everything that we are going to leave this place this morning and go out into after this, we're going to pray that God goes there with us. Amen. And that God is going to bless us in this time that we remember him. We know that he has never forgotten us. And so we're going to all close our eyes right now. And Father, thank you so much for everything that you have done. Thank you for leaving your throne and coming to us to save us, to die for our sins so that we may have everlasting life. And so, God, I pray that as we move through this holiday season, this Christmas season, that we don't forget who you are, what you have done. Be with us everywhere that we go. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. There are many, many symbols that represent Christmas that are very familiar to us. And one, of course, is light and candles. There are lights on trees. There are lights on houses. I've seen lights on people's cars. There's candles on the table. So Christmas lights remind us of light, that we are a light to this world and that Jesus Christ is the light of the world. One of the most recognized symbols of Christmas is the star. And this star always reminds us that on the night of Jesus' birth, there was a bright, unusual star that did appear in the heavens. Another one are trees, evergreen trees. Evergreen trees thrive in the dead of winter, and they remind us of hope that we have survived a winter season. Spring and summer are coming. We have hope, and we have an everlasting hope in life in Jesus Christ. Wreaths are a symbol of Christmas. They are a circular. When they are a circle representing no beginning and no end like eternal. They hang on our doors, which represents and invites people in to share the
the spirit of Christmas, the spirit and joy of Christmas. Bells, we hear a lot of bells ringing at Christmas time. Makes us feel happy, makes us feel like it's Christmas cheer. And we think of bells symbolizing the announcement of the birth of Christ. Candy canes, they are shaped like a shepherd's hook. They remind us that shepherds did come that night to celebrate the birth of Jesus and that Jesus that was born is our good shepherd. And gifts, the wise men came bringing gifts to Jesus. As we open the gifts from our friends and from our family during this Christmas season, let us be reminded that the greatest gift the world has ever received was not born in a five-star hotel. He was not clothed in designer clothing. And he was not welcomed by the town celebrities at that time. But his arrival changed the world. Joy to the world, the
the source of our strength and he is the strength of our life and everything that we are or ever hope to be is because of him right now Chaden is coming Chaden is my he lives in Jonesboro Arkansas and he is my youngest of seven grandchildren he is 16 would y'all make him welcome Thank you, church. It is an honor to be here today and uh, to be here on this Christmas Sunday. And I've been in and out of this church several times throughout my life. I lived here for, several, for about a year. And no matter where I've been, this has always been a place that I could call home. And I thank you all for that. And I was thinking about things to talk about today and that could be related to Christmas and kind of inspirational. But one thing that came to my mind was the word dream. And so often we think of the word dream as just some fantasy. It is a fantasy if you let it be a fantasy. You can dream to, to obtain, though. Dream to obtain what you desire. Uh, the scripture that I'll be using today is Acts 2.17. In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit on all the people. Your sons and your daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. I'll focus on the dreams part because we all have dreams. I don't want to talk about your unicorns and all your other fantasies. Maybe it can happen for you, but that's, that's not my focus. Um, what, whenever you dream and you see something that you want to have, whether it be a, your own business one day, or you want to be singing on a big platform, or so much as just give a large amount of money, or any money at all to someone in need who needs it, it is possible, but you have to work at it, because your dream it does matter. It will, no matter how far out it seems, it can happen. As far out as someone coming to die on a cross for your sins so that you could be forgiven, so that you could have eternal life in heaven, so that you can walk on the streets of gold and swim in the crystal river and have your own mansion made of gold and your crown of jewels. For most, that is a dream in this world. But for us, it is a dream that we can obtain because we know the true way, the truth and the light to heaven. So I say don't let your dream 
be just pass you by because you think it's too far out. Because walking on streets made of gold seems too far out. Or living in a mansion is not. So dream to obtain. Now, Brother Craig Adams is coming. He has been my son-in-law for 34 years. He has been a very good son-in-law, very, very kind to my daughter. He pastors a church in Jonesboro, Arkansas. It is always a blessing to be a part of the kingdom of God. And it's always a blessing to be home. And as I was thinking about the goodness of God and the season that we are celebrating, I was taken in thought to Ephesians, the third chapter, and the 20th verse. It says, Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think according to to the power that worketh in us. Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. And as I was thinking about that world without end, I have found the mercies, the goodness, and the greatness of God. That gift that we celebrate that just continues giving. And today I'm so thankful that I, that I am a participant, a recipient of the goodness and the mercy of God. I've needed it and continue to need it daily. And if there's anything that I'm most grateful for in my life, it is with His mercy. And today, Lord, we thank you for that wonderful gift. back doors. This is territory where I've won a lot of battles, and I appreciate all of you being such a support system to me my entire life. It was crazy for a spirit to overshadow a virgin and for her to become impregnated with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. That is a far out story, but does anyone believe that story today? You believe that a spirit overshadowed a woman who had never known a man and she became expectant with the God of the universe. For that time, spirit would merge with flesh setting an example of how after he died and rose again, we also would be able to be flesh with spirit living inside of us. And that was just one of the things that has changed the entire course of life for all of us. Amen? I mean, you are flesh, but if you have obeyed the word of God and you have now that spirit that created the universe residing in you 
You are promised to see even greater things than he performed when he was here on earth in flesh. I am so thankful that as a little bitty baby, it was so unexpected for somebody like God to come into this world. You know, we just would expect the king of glory to ride in on a big white horse with a big armor that said king of kings and lord of lords. But no, he came to the world. Can you imagine that? Just as far out as that story is, that's as amazing of things as he wants to do in your life. He wants to give birth to things that you have not expected. Amen? That was the way he came to this world, in an unexpected way. In a way that was so supernatural that we could not imagine how far out it would be for a spirit to overshadow a virgin. Those are the kinds of things he wants to do. More in store for 24, amen? Because of a Christ child that changed everything, amen? Sing with me. Oh, come let us adore.
you'll bring our offering plates to the front. It may be easier for y'all to find the front of the church than for them to find you out in that audience. So if they're going to bring, he's going to bring the offering plates to the front. And you can just bring your tithes and offering. Just put them right down here in the front, wherever they can get to them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay, let's sing together. Oh, let there be glory. Let's make our pastor welcome this morning. God bless you as you're seated today. I think it's only fitting that in what we would consider a very dark climate, that we would be able to come to meetings such as this that have significance illuminating our minds, our future, and the power struggle that goes on in the world. It is a joy today to be able to share in this Christmas season and have a real source of wisdom knowledge and the power to provide ourselves the ability and the privilege to overcome life's 
darkest moments. So this sort of a candlelight service today is a minimum, but it is a hope. Even in if all the lights went out and your little light was still on, you, you could hold it in a place that you could walk and miss the things that would maybe bruise your knees or trip you. And so light is what came to this world. God was a spirit. He is a spirit. But he became flesh and dwelt among us. And he became the true light that lighteth up the world. I want to read just a little bit from Luke writing the 24th chapter, verse 46. He said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached or shouted to his name, in his name, among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. There was a lot of God factors throughout the Old Testament. There was a lot of prophetic powers that initiated a lot of victories. But when Jesus came, he came to subdue flesh in a panoramic setting. He was tempted in all points such as we, but his light never went out. He was holy every day he lived. He did holy things every day he lived. And one of the greatest tributes he gave to our world was hope. You can sit in the darkest climate, but if the light of hope is on and you utilize that hope, you can take it to the darkest corners and you don't have to have a big hope. You can just light up that area. I thought maybe there's a $100 bill down here, but it's... <laughs> But you keep working with that light and you'll find that $100. Because hope maketh not a shame. Doesn't leave you with barrenness or hopelessness or fatigue. Hope elevates life so that you can, when you put your hope out there and your hope in Jesus Christ, and you begin to follow him, you find a grave that is empty. You find what you're going to have in being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, in being filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. 
Bible says that hope maketh not ashamed, lacking, coming short. When you have run aground and things seem dismal, such as the Apostle Paul, such as Jonah in the belly of the whale, such as Daniel in the lion's den, when you have hope, you just know I'm coming out. I'm coming through. I'm not forsaken. I may feel lonely, but I know I have a master that illuminated my mind, that illuminated my heart, that illuminated my future. My hope is in Jesus Christ. The Bible said, hope maketh not a shame. The word shame means naked, incomplete, or lacking. The light that Jesus turned on gives every man hope. The Bible says we are saved by hope. The word hope is used over 40 times in the Bible. It is because it is an ingredient of spiritual virtue that literally lets you in the darkest moment of depravity or news that came to your home, your hope is in Jesus Christ, the light of the world. The hope of this world is that Jesus Christ paraded flesh and he caused flesh to be crucified himself. But he knew that he had a hope that was beyond the grave. I said he knew he had a hope that was beyond the grave. God is never going to die. 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 God is a power that will never go out. That light in the glory world if you look up in the skies, you'll see stars. You'll see a sun. You'll see a moon. You'll see varied situations. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, you may be handling a flickering flame, but don't you let hope ever die in your hands, in your feet, in your mind, in your life, in your marriage. I am here to tell you that hope maketh not a shame. And that's what the Christmas story is all about. Hope came alive in a cradle and hope rose through up out of a graveyard. And he said, if I go away, I will come again. And this Easter of this time of our year, when we are celebrating the hope that is in the Christmas story, Jesus Christ, born of a virgin, Jesus Christ that lived and died. So you and I, could you just wave your hope around a little bit right now? I feel like talking in tongues. There is a glory cloud hanging over this place. Would you just speak from your heart, begin to praise him as you wave the light that's in your soul, that's in your mind, that's in your heart. Maybe we could just stand together. And if there's anybody here that you've never been born again of the water and the spirit, maybe you've never been filled with the Holy Ghost and this is your day, wouldn't it be nice in this Christmas Eve service that you receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, the power source for your light.
why don't you pray for somebody that couldn't come? And maybe some of you would like to come to the front and pray for somebody that you want to see their light turned on. Maybe you would like to come to the front and illuminate the altar, the place where sacrifice turns into blessing, the place where sacrifice turns into multiplicity. Oh, God, this wonderful Christmas Eve, this wonderful Eve, what a wonderful morning. where it's comfortable would you put your light with somebody else's and watch it become multiple so we join our faith with one another we join our hearts with one another we multiply the lumens we multiply the glory we multiply the testimonies Jesus. Once again, I'm making room. And There's always hope in preaching. There's always hope in prayer. There's always hope in obedience. The light is on.
to think of somebody this year as we move into the finale of this year and into the upcoming year I'm going to let my light be shown your testimony is your light the testimony of the Lord the Bible said is sure the testimony of how God called you out of sin into his marvelous light it's one of the greatest scriptures marvelous because it illuminates what I earlier said it illuminates your mind your heart holiness is not just the way you dress you dress godly and holy because you're inward man the inside of you is light and you don't want there to be a darkness of the world hiding your light and so we discipline ourselves to dress godly and we speak without damning people and cursing people because God didn't curse us he reached out to us with a light and said come unto me and I will make you over again I will come to you and you'll no longer be lonely because I will be your God and you shall be my people and when you call on my name I will come to you and I will give you peace that passes understanding would you take the hand of somebody close if it's right and let's pray one for another as we come near to the end of this meeting and thanking God for this Christmas season the Christ that has already brought us together with some beautiful people that has helped our homes helped our situation on the job thank you Jesus for coming in a manger and showing us how to grow up in grace and in knowledge so that we can challenge hell on every front and we can bring peace to a troubled social system oh he called you can pray in the Holy Ghost, this would be a good time to do it. Oh, my life, you have 
I'm telling you, there's an oasis flooding this area. We're never going to forget this Sunday morning. The light of the world. Keep the light on.